www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. Welcome back, guys. And one week to go before we are in Disneyland celebrating Rissa's birthday. Yay. Yay. It's not even really a week, actually. It's like more like five days or four days, right? Yeah, I just got to get through the... We have four work days. That's right. That's week. right. So just got to get through that. <laughs> got to get through this and then... Um, yeah, we're going to be in Disneyland on this weekend. So for this week's episode, we're going to do a two-parter. Uh, that way we can uh, cover things for next week and you guys won't be left with, listeners won't be left without a podcast. So uh, hopefully you guys listen in for this week and for next week. Uh, so uh, let's start th- to this week's episode with some news. Um, the first piece of news that we saw was broken by WDW News Today. Uh, yesterday, there was a report about World of Color return date set for Disney California Adventure. So if you listeners don't know yet, World of Color has been under refurbishment and um, it looks like it's coming back. So after going through Disneyland.com, WDW News Today noticed that the World of Color dessert party reservations are available for booking starting Friday, Feb 22nd. While it looks like uh, Friday, that Friday is fully booked and has no availability, there are still open reservations for Saturday the 23rd and so forth. Um, this World of Color dessert party prices starts at $79 for a special ticket event. You get reserved seating in the Paradise Gardens Park and access to the dessert selection and sparkling beverages. So. They are saying that February's 22nd, Friday, is going to be the comeback for World of Color. Are you guys excited? Nelson, are you excited? Yeah, I just want to... I'm curious on what they changed on it. or Like, probably the entire routine, I would expect. But, uh, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing it. What about you, Rissa? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, they didn't uh, change, like, the heartfelt moments of it. Um, they always tend to change the, like, the middle parts before it hits the um, so close montage. Oh yeah. Um, but they better have not removed that because I love that that montage. That is a great montage. So um, would you guys do the dessert party for $79? What do you think? Uh, Nelson, would you pay 79 for a dessert party? I was thinking about that. Um, Cause I mean, of course desserts. Dessert. Exactly, <laughs> it's, like, it's unlimited desserts plus the yeah. drinks like sparkling wine or you know, like champagne and stuff. So what about you, Issa? Would you think about paying $79 extra for a dessert party? No. No? No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, for, <laughs> you could me... eat at Napa Rose for that amount of money. This yeah. is true. This is true. Um, but of course, the Fast Passes will be available. Uh, we don't know yet where they're going to put the Fast Pass distribution, if it's going to be in the same spot or not. But I guess we'll find out after February 22nd when they start it up again, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So my first thought was, why does it have to be the weekend after we're there? You know, just one weekend, <laughs> one weekend after. So, but um, I'm glad it's coming back. Of course, we're going to be able to see it in subsequent visits. So that's something we're going to watch and we're going to, you know, report to you guys what we've seen different 
and what we enjoy about the new show. So look forward to that, guys. All right. So our next article um, is about uh, Ron Miller, who was the son-in-law of Walt Disney. Um, he died and he was 85. Uh, it looks like he passed away. Uh, it was confirmed today, Sunday, that he passed away in Napa Valley, California. Um, so he for- formerly worked as the CEO of Disney and president uh, for a short period of time. And um, so he's been leading things like uh, he was the president of board directors of the Walt Disney Family Museum, uh, which he had established in 2009 in San Francisco. And he was also owner of Silverado Silverado Vineyards in Yountville, so which is why he's in Napa Valley. Um, So 2009 was when the Walt Disney Family Museum started. And uh, that means it's been 10 years since it opened. Uh, Rissa, does it feel like it's been 10 years? No way. I, I, I didn't even realize it. Time flew by that quickly. I remember going to the the opening because uh, our dad's company worked on the engineering for the, the building. So I remember going to an opening party for it. It was uh, pretty exciting at the time. And who would have known? It's 10 years already, right? Yeah. So uh, what do you think of the article, Nelson, uh, about ron miller passing well i mean another titan pass and it's just uh it's a sad day but, right um, right i mean we'll all get to that point <laughs> definitely so i was actually surprised though that i didn't know he was um owner of silverado vineyards yeah so yeah um i've, I've been there oh really so. nice <laughs> and uh, yeah it's just oh wow i didn't know i was at a quote-unquote disney <laughs> winery right, right yeah yeah right. he and so. his wife um, own that. So yeah, that's a uh, learn. Uh, that was something I learned today. So yeah. So um, Diane passed in 2013 uh, from complications that she suffered a fall and then she had some complications and passed from that. Um, so she's interned uh, in the same like family plot in in Southern California where her father is. Ashes are spread. So um, I don't know. Maybe they'll put Ron there too with Diane. Um, but yeah, it's. It's a bit sad that we're seeing the passing of a lot of these greats, right? You know, mm-hmm. like the direct um, links to Walt Disney. So um, let's look at the next article that I shared with you guys. It says Disney interested in making a new Nightmare Before Christmas movie. So um, some people might criticize it for not being the most creative path that the studio can take. But Disney's current scheme of remaking many of their animated classics in live action has been paying off, with almost all of them released uh, being really financially successful. And we talked about this last week as well. Um, so now it looks like Disney's trying to capitalize on the popularity of The Nightmare Before Christmas by making a new film based on the classic Halloween Christmas stop-motion masterpiece. Um, so the studios are hoping to quote do something with nightmare before christmas probably a sequel but live action possible end quotes um so it they may not they may or may not be talking about a live action remake uh but they're trying to do something with the franchise um nelson what do you think about either a sequel to nightmare before christmas or something live action or just doing something with nightmare before christmas period what do you think uh i mean that's not a huge surprise to me that they'd want to you know look at their existing ips and see what what more what could we do more with right but what scared me when you know you showed us this article is like when i saw the words live action, live action. Like, yeah. oh gosh <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready to see that. <laughs> yeah yeah live um, action skeleton right seriously yeah. like is it gonna be really live action or like cg 
again like right? yeah like lion, like king. lion king so yeah, photorealistic so, yeah i mean i'd be i'd be more okay if they do a, a, like a, a sequel or an, like maybe even a spin-off with the same type of you know stop motion that kind of like a, a homage to the original i think that'd be pretty cool but right. yeah i don't uh, live action I, I don't know if i'm ready for that yeah yeah i mean you can see oogie boogie and like i mean it's, it's nothing's been confirmed but true, true. they said that it's uh, uh, possible possible so right. i'm yeah. just like oh gosh <laughs> i mean if you think about it stop motion is live action right it's like in a sense because yeah, it's clay models moving right i don't know they're actually yeah filming something physical right uh so what do you think about this, Rissa, about the news that they're trying to do something with this franchise, this IP? I mean, why not milk the cash cow a little bit more? But I would like to see it like maybe an animated series or, you know, I don't really see something um, like a sequel being made from this. And the storyline doesn't really leave enough room for that. Right. Seriously. Um, an adaptation for a live action would be interesting, but I, I don't know. It, it would seem really weird to see like it would probably be really scary for kids like yeah yeah it, it it's kind of dark already as a claymation and then to to make it live action that would be like pretty pretty scary i think i would like to see this on the disney plus platform what do you think yeah yeah um Stream it. maybe i would like like i said i would like a an animated series kind of yeah. like uh tangled where it's like a mid cool mm. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Okay. I, I honestly would like a sequel for Tangled over, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yes, more Mandy Moore, please. Yes, yeah. that, that would be really good. And Zachary Levi, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's getting really busy because Shazam and whatnot, but... And yeah, so she's busy with This Is Us, but still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but... Give me yeah, more Tangled. Be, tangled, Tangled. I feel like it was an underrated IP, you know? Oh, it, it definitely was. It, yeah. it also deserves a Broadway show. Yeah, opinion. exactly. I mean, they did it for Frozen. They should they should have done it for Tangled, but you know. Yeah. What what do we get from Tangled? Bathrooms. That's all we get mm -hmm. at Disney World. Oh gosh. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all. And then that's all we got. <laughs> we we well, can't even get a, a show in in DCA. Like, why is Frozen there still? Even though they they remove Aladdin because it's on Broadway, but Frozen's on Broadway. So give me my out. Tangled. Yeah. <laughs> You're tangled. So You're that, yeah, I'll, I'll, with reference to Disney World, that's one of my ideas for later. But uh, yeah, okay, we'll get to yeah, that later. yeah, we'll get that to to our uh, in our main topic there. All right, so um, let's move on to the last article. Um, CNET posted an article says Black Panther roars with early Grammy Award win for musical score. The film's music is also up for numerous other nominations at tonight's ceremony. So it, if you're listening to this, listeners, uh, today is Feb 10 and it is the night of the Grammys. So um, early in the Grammys, it looks like Black Panther had won an early Grammy Award for best score soundtrack for visual media um, right before the ceremonies began. Uh, so composer Ludwig Göransson was uh, talking with Variety and then he heard about it, um, that they had won this award um, another award that he actually won was uh, this is America the song with um, Childish Gambino because he wrote it with Childish Gambino so he's got two Grammys tonight so one for Black Panther and then one for this is America um, Rissa what do you think since you're really big in the music scene here what do you think of this uh, congratulations to um, what's his name Ludwig, Ludwig Gorenson Gor yeah, yeah. Um, for, for his two wins already um, I'm, I'm excited for Black Panther uh, the score 
four really fit uh, what the story they were trying to tell. Um, I'm not watching the Grammys right now because right. there's a Warriors game going on. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm really excited for for Black Panther. And um, one of our friends who's a musician is actually there right now. So that's pretty cool, too. Wow. So shout, shout, shout out, out to Ruby, Ruby. Ibarra. Yep. Shout out Ruby Ibarra. So one of the things that Ludwig said was, uh, director Ryan Coogler, what can I say? He's been one of the most incredible artists I've ever worked with and being a part of this phenomena, one of the most important, unique films of all time is so special. So, I mean, he's shouting out the director here who was kind of snubbed in the uh, Academy Awards there. But uh, what do you think, Nelson? What do you think of him winning this award here? Do you think it's deserved? Yeah, I I don't see why not. I mean, the movie as a whole was just so phenomenal and groundbreaking and... uh... It had a matching score to, to, or it had a score to match. So, yeah, congrats to all the above. <laughs> Definitely. Ho- hopefully, this is um, a sign for the Academy, but again, sure. a different voting body. So, Definitely. you never yep. know. Grammys, you know, it's music, music body. So, the film body is the Academy. So, we'll see what happens there when it comes up. All right. So, the last thing I wanted to mention was during the Grammys, there was a commercial that came on for Aladdin, um, and it was a special look at the Disney's Aladdin in theaters May 24. It was just a teaser, pretty much like a teaser trailer for us. Um, one minute long. Uh, what did you guys think when you saw it? Uh, Nelson, what did you think? Um, I liked how it was just a teaser because mm-hmm. I this Last year, I felt like there were just too many things, too many trailers that just showed way too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've I've complained about this in past episodes, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I thought what they showed was appropriate. We ac- we got to see more Jasmine, which was awesome. Yep. Um, the only thing that I made note of um, was toward the end. Um, it showed you know Aladdin rubbing the the lamp. Yes. To to me, if it seemed like that him rubbing the lamp was more deliberate rather than like, you know, in the original animated movie, Accidental. he was like cleaning it and like, you know, he's like, well, what, what is that? Let me try and rub, you know, he just, he was, he was cleaning it rather mm-hmm. than intentionally rubbing it kind of like what it seemed like. It seemed like he knew it was like a genie in a, in a lamp. That That's just how I interpreted it when, I mean, I only watched that teaser once, but it's just what the, the one thing I took note of. What about and you? Of course, we, we, we got to see Blue Genie. Definitely. Blue, yeah, Blue Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. So what about you, Rissa? What do you make of this trailer? So I have two critiques on this. Um, But overall, like, the look of it was pretty cool. Um, I like the pan and and the the way that the Cable Wonders look. Um, My two critiques. My first one is Aladdin has a shirt. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) I want CG'd out nipples, guys. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) He needs a no nipple look, right? No nipple look. Yeah. Fix that. That's why why does he a have shirt. a shirt on? They put the shirt on <laughs> so that you don't have to look for nipples, you know? <laughs> what happened to the free the nipple movement? Yeah, come on. <laughs> okay, and my second okay. critique is what the heck is up with Genie? Okay, <laughs> like either like straight up go with the full CG where he looks like Genie, like the animated version Genie, or go with the way that you do a you did it on Broadway and like do full costume like you know traditional Genie kind of meets um what was uh Shaq's uh character before in his um Shazam? It, it's not Shazam. His he says Shazam. Oh no, Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. <laughs> Kazam. Like, oh, there you that, go. That's yeah, almost right. Yeah. Yeah. Like go with that kind of costume, but yeah, I I don't know. I 
it's a it's like this weird hybrid where his head doesn't even fit his body properly like come on guys you you can do better cg than that they, they made him seem more buff unless you know they will did. smith buffed <laughs> off yeah <laughs> they made him really buff like i'm all powerful genie yeah but it looked like they you know how they have those really bad photoshops where they like put people's faces on other people's bodies it looked like that and i was like can't you polish this a little bit better come on what the heck well maybe it's not the beast looked really good maybe it's not fully refined yet you know Uh, then why release that footage yeah yeah, but what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, I don't know. That's it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of scared for this movie. Oh, I'm definitely scared too. But, uh... <laughs> hey, don't you think that the actor for Aladdin kind of looks like Jay Baruchel, like a you know? Uh, no, not really. No, okay. I think I'm the only one then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that Aladdin. They also had a trailer for Dumbo, but I, you guys didn't get to see that, right? No, no I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think it. It was. Along the lines of, you know, the same type of deal. They got Danny DeVito and, you know, the Kevin Klein and, and some of the other... So more of the same? Yeah, more of the same. They're showing Colin Farrell. They actually put the cast names in there, you know, like, here's Colin oh. Farrell and here's here's uh, Eva Green, you know, so they're, they're showing the, the cast and stuff. Um, and then they actually showed a clip of Dumbo, like, flying around. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. he needs a feather to fly. And then he's got the feather. He's flying around. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what they did. It's just a little bit more than what they had earlier shown. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just trying to... Uh, I think they're just trying to use the star power to draw some more attention to it, basically. So, yeah, um, that's all we had for the news and for, you know, some of the cl- things that we just saw recently. Um, let's move on to our main topic today. And what we're going to be talking today about is... Um, Disney Park expansion. Um, So we know that there are already a lot of parks out there and there's things going on in the parks that are like uh, being expanded currently. So we'll talk about what they're doing right now. And then we'll talk about ideas about different lands, attractions and or uh, parks that they we think would go well or should be built or could be built in the future. So let's start off with the things that are currently being done and or planned to be done. Um, So currently we have Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in construction right now. And right now it is being uh, done at both Anaheim Disneyland as well as at Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida. So this is pretty expansive um it's a pretty big expansion right so what do you guys think of galaxy's edge currently being built um nelson what are your thoughts on galaxy's edge right now um i'm excited and scared okay i'm excited for yay we finally get you know we've been waiting for star wars area for you know all these years it's been delayed so many times right um just excited to see you know what disney can put together for you know this new land mm-hmm. uh but scared because oh man i don't know how much how often i can go to the parks now because of crowds definitely like i mean i could deal with crowds okay for the most part but i just feel like once you know galaxy's edge opens up on either park oh man it's just gonna take it's gonna take lines to the next level <laughs> type of thing well at, at least at disney world there are four parks so you can always you know skip Hollywood Studios, basically. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is it's still going to draw people to right, come to, to, to go to Disney World. And, yeah. and, you know, they're probably going to have the same ideas of like, okay, Skip. 
Yeah. We'll, we'll, you know, go to the, the new Galaxy's Edge at some point on this trip. So let's just go to the other parks for now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I just feel like a lot of other people are going to have that same idea. And so, you know, they're still going to be there in, right. you know, Disney World. So it's still going to be really packed. So the population at Lake Buena Vista is just going to increase exponentially, right? Yeah, that's what I'm fearing. Yeah. At least we have our reservation set. So... <laughs> you know, we don't have to worry about, you know, competing with other people to get a hotel and park reservation. True, but um, I, there hasn't been a confirmed date, though, for, for Hollywood Studios, right? It hasn't been I mean, confirmed, we, we, no. Yeah, there's well, a lot I mean, of speculation. Even, yeah. e- even for Anaheim, there's not technically a confirmed date either. But, yeah. but Bob Iger has hinted at June, or I don't know if it's a slip of the tongue, but he said June. So. Well, if, if you look at the way that the tickets are expiring, the ones that are on sale right now and all mm-hmm. the radios, uh, announcements and ads, um, they all expire in May. Right, so which means, it, yeah. It means that it's probably going to be June. Don't know when in June, but, but June. June. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you yeah, think? Right of- in time for summer break. Exactly. Exactly. They want to have it open for the summer, test run it, and then... Hopefully in the fall, they'll have it, um, the Orlando one ready to go. So uh, what do you think about the expansion, Rissa, of Galaxy's Edge here? I'm on the same page as, as Nelson where I'm super excited that it's going to happen, uh, but also extremely scared about it because of the crowds. Um, I also think it's going to throw the whole vibe of Disneyland off because mm. you're not only going to get people that like absolutely... Are head over heels in love with Disney. Right. You're gonna get the fanboys that Star Wars she, fanboys. Yeah. It's also especially gonna happen with future expansions um, that we're probably gonna talk about as well. Um, it's it's daunting because I know how it changed Comic Con. Well, Twilight fans <laughs> changed Comic Con. And yes, yes. This is and true. Uh, the Star Wars comic book super fans changed uh d23 expo Mm. and um when you mix those two kind of conflicting fan groups the a lot of tensions kind of ride high because um people look down on each other just because you know how when people are like super fans they're they're really really passionate about what they love yes um so it it can be really passion could be overbearing yeah (laughs) yes exactly so um hopefully people are still polite and I mean, people are not that polite in, in, in parks, so hopefully they're uh, polite enough to the you know the extent that they are now. Not not get any worse, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, I've seen the the side where it does get worse, so um, I I kind of know what could ha- potentially happen with that. But um, let's talk about the attractions and the different things that are coming to Galaxy's Edge. So we have two rides that are coming in, right? Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run. Well, two main ones that they've announced, right? Right. That's those are the two that they've announced, um, and they're totally immersive in the sense that. Once you walk into the land, you're already like part of the show, correct? Is that is that what we're what they're trying to tell us? Essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're you're essentially on Batu. Yeah, you're yeah. you're in that land, yeah. you're in a whole new world basically, whole new world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um you're you're in the outpost of Batu. Um I mean, Smuggler's Run, you have to go into the Millennium Falcon. Uh, as part of the line queue, I believe that's what we're going to be doing here. And um, yeah, and then Rise of the Resistance is, we talked about this earlier, where it's going to be a long experience, basically. Um, so uh, it's it's going to be totally immersive, something that we haven't seen yet. Um, so that's something that's going to be uh, something I'm really looking forward to. And then they're also going to have a cantina type of bar lounge, right? 
Um, yep. What was the name of it again? You guys remember? Nope. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be the first um, alcohol that they're gonna be serving at Disneyland ever. Um, uh, well, outside of outside, well, outside yeah. of outside of D twenty three to for club, I mean Club, club thirty three. Sorry, outside of Club thirty three, um, it's gonna be the only alcohol that they've served to the general public, basically. Um, right. So Oga's already, Cantina. Oh, Oga's? oh, there we go. Yeah. Oga's. Oga's Cantina. There we go. So they're going to be serving alcoholic beverages and libations there. So um, that's something different. And I don't think people are going to be getting drunk on it out, out of that. You know, I think people are just going to get a drink. I would and... expect that they're going to limit people to either just the land or just the cantina itself. Right. Um, because, you know, they don't want people getting drunk at Disneyland. It's kind of the haven for for uh for the children. The since, children, yeah. Yeah, since DCA is so adult now, especially mm-hmm. without uh Bugs Land. Yeah, right. exactly. All right. Um, so enough with the the Galaxy's Edge. Let's let's go over um to let's start with California Adventure since we mentioned it. Bugs Land was shut down last year, and they are going to be replacing it with a Marvel themed land, right? Or is it, are they calling it a world? Marvel uh, Universe? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I, Neighborhoods? Not much has been announced yet. <laughs> exactly. Um, All but, we know is Stark Industries. <laughs> yeah, so the walls, walled that, off the, yeah, area. the walls that are up right now say Stark Industries, um, implying that Tony Stark purchased it, and then they're going to be redoing it. So there's not much that we know about it, but we know they're going to bring something Marvel into that area. Um, and they said they're recruiting heroes Coming for was it 2020? Is that right? Or 2020? That was the early earliest timeline that they um, that they kinda, yeah they announced they gonna, speculated. Yeah. But you know, Galaxy's Edge was pushed back too, so you never know. They always run behind on these projects, right? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking 2020 is way too early. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they barely did anything with Bugsland. I mean, it took so long to take any of the attractions out. So I mean, well, they still even have an open Jesse's like corral carousel. Right. Yeah, yeah. They pushed that back. Exactly. So they're taking a while to do things. Um, so yeah. Speaking of which, Pixar Pier still isn't fully open. So an attraction that's coming is what Nelson mentioned. Jesse's uh, what is it called? Jesse's Corral. Yeah. So Critter it's Corral, be, I think. Critter Corral. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Critter a Corral. carousel with the critters that you see from the prizes from um, the uh, Toy Story Mania. So those are the critters you're going to be able to ride on as the carousel. Um, still being, it's. I mean, it hasn't been opened yet, so will it's to be determined. When they're going to open that. But that's coming. Results. What was that, Nelson? Uh, uh, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was just saying that's going to be coming anytime. Anytime now. I think we saw a, a picture. We took a picture of the new wall. Yeah, right, they Nelson? definitely. Yeah, they they put up a new like illustration of what it should look like. Right. But I think um, it said summer. Summer of this year. Yeah. 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 And then we're still waiting for the emotions ride to move over. Right. Mm. And that's what I wanted to mention is the inside out ride that's supposedly in the courtyard, that courtyard. Right. Um, as part of like the loop for Incredicoaster. So that inside out ride was taken from Flix Flyers, right? It was the former Flix Flyers. They're making it an emotions uh, type of ride. So. They're still keeping some uh, child rides around. Um, I I heard that Heimlich's Choo Choo train was the the car was moved to the um, the animation building over at this the uh, the studio 
the Disney Studios. So oh, one in of Burbank? The, yeah, in Burbank. So one of the, the ride vehicles was brought over there. And um, yeah, so they're actually, no, not there. They, they brought it to Pixar in Emeryville. So oh. yeah, they brought one of the, the choo-choo train cars up there. So um, you can take a picture. Oh, that makes it. more sense. Yeah, because it's <laughs> Pixar, right? So it's Heimlich. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's going to be in, in Emeryville if you guys want to check it out. I don't know. Have you guys done a tour of Pixar yet? The studios? I have no. not. Yeah, me either. But yeah, that would be something interesting to see uh, if you ever go out there. Um, so yeah, uh, we mentioned the, the stuff at California Adventure. Let's look at Disney World. Um, there, they have uh, something coming called Mickey's Runaway Railway. Uh, that is going to be where the great movie ride used to be at Hollywood Studios. Um, that is the first ride that's going to feature Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse ever in any of the Disney parks. Which is kind of ironic. <laughs> exactly. That's I kind mean, of hard to believe. Yeah. Do you guys know of any ride that featured them? No. no? Exactly. Yeah. No, I can't picture one. Now, you know, when they announced it, I was just, I was like, that is so true. There exactly. is no actual yeah. rides for Mickey. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in, in California, you have, a meet, you have a meet and greet. Florida, you have a meet and greet. And then you also have Mickey's Philharmagic. But that's not a ride. It's like it's a show. Yeah. It's a show. But if you think about it, Mickey's on almost every ride. Well, true. Like, like a through he's just not, Yeah, he's just not featured. Right. right. It's not. He's not a feature character in any ride except for this one now. Um, and the, the mm-hmm. style of cartoon animation is going to be of the new cartoons. So, I mean, it could be a hit or miss uh, depending mm-hmm. on what you think of the style of animation. But... From what I hear, it's going to be more interactive because, you know, you're going to see him pop up in places and stuff. So hopefully it's good. Um, the great movie ride was a bit dated, uh, I'd say. I like I liked it. A lot of people liked it and a lot of people miss it. But, you know, you got to move on. You got to move on to new things, right? So fun fact about the new Mickey animation is mm-hmm. the voice of Mickey um, is actually a Broadway star. Really? Ooh. Yeah, he was, he was the... Um, the doctor in Waitress when I went to go watch it um, when Sarah Borelli's was there. Wow. So, yeah. All right. So um, let's let's go to um, Hong Kong Disneyland because right now they are creating something that's that's pretty new. Uh, the castle. So currently the castle is closed and it's going to be redone for the the anniversary of Hong Kong Disneyland and it's going to be a new castle. So it's something because what it was before is a, a replica of Sleeping Beauty Castle um, at Disneyland. And they're just going to change it completely. They're going to redesign it and make it something unique to Hong Kong. So, Nelson, what do you think? Are you excited for that, for a new castle at Hong Kong? Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, out of the three of us here, I'm the only one that's actually seen it. Exactly. Um, in person. And I was actually kind of disappointed when I went there because I was like, oh, it's this another... Sleeping Beauty's Castle because obviously there's the original in Anaheim. Disney World has Cinderella's Castle. Um, there's the what is it? The Dream Dream yeah, Castle. Yeah, the one in Shanghai. Shanghai. In Shanghai. Yeah. Um, Paris has uh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleep. Uh, no, it, I thought it's. Uh, no, they have Sleeping Beauty Castle, but it's a different version. So it. Oh. It's kind of more narrow. It's not as wide. It's and it's taller. Oh, I thought it was Beast's Castle. N- no, in France it's um it's Sleeping Beauty Castle, uh, but it's oh. uh. 
That's a lot. It looks a different, a little bit different. So okay. Well, at any rate, yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed that it was a, pretty much a, a replica. Yeah, it is. It's, so it's, it's exactly it's, the same. Yeah. It's it's nice to see that. Yeah, they're trying to make. I would hope that they're trying to uh, make each park have a pretty unique castle now. So maybe Paris might follow suit then. Yeah, it's potential. And uh, what do you think, Rissa? What do you think about them getting a new castle? I think it's nice. Um, it's always nice that each park um, has their own unique look. I mean, Main Street obviously needs to mimic each other because it's supposed to be a regular U.S. town. Um, but yeah, having their own castle, is it's a unique look for, for a park, and you can identify it just from that. So it's, it's a good thing that they're changing it. All right. So... Let's stay in China here and go to Shanghai Disneyland. Um, so in Shanghai, there was an announcement that they are creating a Zootopia. So Zootopia themed land is coming to Shanghai as an expansion. Um, what do you think, guys? Are you excited for a Zootopia themed land to come to a park? What do you think, Nelson? Yes, yes, definitely. Because I absolutely love the movie. And um, I actually had an idea for Zootopia that I guess I'll, I'll mention in future ideas. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I'm all for it. And um, I mean, of course, I was just thinking like, oh, they added it in Shanghai because, you know, it's the it's the newest park. They probably have the room for it, too, right now. So um, another thing is that Zootopia had a really good following in China. The movie itself oh, cool. did super well in China. So that's probably part of the reason why Disney decided to expand it there. Nice. What do you think, Rissa? Do you uh, like the idea of having a Zootopia-themed land? Oh, absolutely. I love that movie. Um, not just because of the social implications that it had, uh, but it was a stunning movie, like visually. Right. And I thought it was really unique uh, the way that um, it separated into separate bur burrows. Mm -hmm. Um it probably would be really cool if they could do like a mini park within a park, a park you know, um, it would probably be a super extensive expansion. Um, but yeah, it, it, Zootopia itself mimicked New York and I absolutely love New York. So having those types of burrows are really cool. And um, I just think if they could do like a snow town burrow, that'd be cool too especially if they could do it in like florida if they could expand it there um in animal kingdom that'd be cool yeah. oh that was my idea <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk Sorry. about that when we cut when we come up with our ideas because i was also thinking the same thing actually so um we'll talk Sorry. about our we'll talk about our ideas in that uh, section um yeah. so yeah so for now for we we already know they're going to be doing this in shanghai so we'll see how it turns out when it comes out basically um so another thing i forgot to mention in florida is that tomorrowland they are going to expand by adding the tron coaster that you've seen at shanghai they are going to be putting that in tomorrowland at florida um in magic kingdom so what do you think nelson do you think this is going to be something that you'd really want to ride oh of course i mean once they announced it and they gave more details about the the one in shanghai being at the fastest roller coaster on any disney properties right. just like oh yes um i actually was um under the impression that it was going to replace the the speedway mm. but uh, i don't think that's the case yeah i think they're just putting it close to the speedway but it's going to be its own thing so they closed yeah. the train station and re and so that they could you know do the expansion right yeah because um when i was there last november when we me and my sister and uh brother-in-law we when we rode um space mountain they actually had um the exit uh the standard exit like closed off and we actually had to exit through the back of the building wow 
they made like a whole new ramp and then we actually had a crossing for the the railroad there yeah so one time we were actually caught behind it so we like there was a train coming and so a cast member you know blocked us off off. so we (laughs) we couldn't cross yet so yeah i mean there's lots of work going on that's why i figure like oh i guess they're not putting it on the speedway because i thought they were but um and that would have been a one major upgrade because the speedway there is very lacking right definitely so uh but since that's not the case like okay well moving on (laughs) (laughs) definitely so what do you think rissa uh that the tron coaster is coming to the u.s what do you think i'm super psyched that i don't have to go all the way out to shanghai to ride it um obviously i'll go out to shanghai some point at some point because i want to experience it and it's part of the bucket list yep um but it's a little bit more convenient that it's within the u.s yeah don't need a visa to go travel and go to china right (laughs) exactly so yeah i'm i'm excited i i was really bummed that they only introduced it initially to to shanghai so right exactly it's like so i watched the ride video of the shanghai version and it looks intense and pretty cool i mean the effects are just like man i'm in tron right now and then the way that you're seated it's like you're on a motor like the light cycle which is like yeah yeah you got a harness behind you you're like whoa this is this is different so if you have back problems i don't know if you want to ride it because you're kind of hunched forward like a motorcycle and then the <laughs> harness is on your back pushing you forward so it's like yeah. uh you know people with uh, some back injuries you know might not want to ride it but it, ah, you're going to be missing out. The fastest ride in all the properties. For now. Well, yeah, for now. Until they come out with something else, basically. Yep. All right. And then, um, so Disneyland Paris, uh, Bob Iger, actually in the Q1 earnings call, said that they are, I don't know if they're planning anything, but there's room for growth there. They they have some room to expand, and um, that's probably a future thing that they'll probably want to do. Um, so we can talk about that too in our areas that we'd want to improve and like build on. So I think for now we've covered all the parks that are actually owned and operated by Disney. Um, there's you one guys... more. Oh, go ahead, Nelson. Uh, the last one that I missed. Uh, well, there's a couple over in Epcot. Okay. Oh, that's right. The Guardians of the Galaxy is one ride that they are putting into Epcot right now. Um, yep. Nelson... Actually, in our YouTube video, Nelson got a like a picture of it, of like an image of it. Um, it's where the Elgin, Ellen's Energy Adventure uh, or Universe of Energy used to be. Uh, yep. So the ride building is huge, right? Nelson's humongous. Yeah, yep, it is. It's really, yeah. really big. So we're just wondering what kind of coaster they're putting in there. Uh, yeah, when you first showed me, oh, it might have been you or it might have been Rissa, but they, when you guys linked me like some concept art of like mm-hmm. even just the courtyard and how there's like one of the, the ships right, just as almost like a statue up front. I was just thinking like, where are they going to put that? But then when I was there last November, just look, walking around that area like, oh yeah, there's plenty of space. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And this oh, is yeah. supposed to be an indoor coaster. Yes. So, yeah, they, they, they definitely have the room right there. So I was looking at some of the concept art for the ride vehicles and the paint schemes kind of look like the Milano. So um, it's pretty cool, I, I would say. Um, nice. So the the other one I missed, what was it, Nelson? Do you want to talk about it? Uh, it's just the um, the Ratatouille ride in That's uh, right. Paris. That's right. So in the France Pavilion we are going to be getting a Ratatouille ride. And we don't know many details about what it's going to be like or what they're going to do if they're going to ride through the movie or what's going to happen there. But this is unique because 
France did not have a ride previously. So this is something there that's going to be new. And, you know, it's it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun to have something to take away from the Frozen ride because that ride is always crowded. <laughs> wait, wait. France doesn't have a ride and they have several princesses? Yes, they, yeah. That's correct. Exactly. I mean, you could meet the princesses. That's problematic. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be putting a ride in the France Pavilion in Ratatouille. Um, what do you think, Risa? You think you're gonna like this that they're putting a ratatouille, or would you rather see something else? Uh, I honestly, ratatouille isn't one of my favorite Pixar movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, uh, I don't know. It's it's not that exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's more about the food. <laughs> Yeah, cool. so that's so, so that's a big point of emphasis with the France Pavilion is that they focus on the food there in that pavilion and meeting some of the characters rather than, you know, having a, a ride, which is right. which has worked so far. But, but yeah. Why is there no like okay, so you got Sleeping Beauty who's from, from France, right? Yeah. You got um Cinderella mm-hmm. and you got Belle. Yeah. You can meet they all have, of them there. Yeah. Yeah, but why don't <laughs> they have a, a, a dark ride? Yeah, that's a good question. Um Probably because the dark ride's at Magic Kingdom, but you know, you there's probably there's no want... Cinderella dark ride. No, there's none. But there's Cinderella's castle. Park. Yeah, you know? but there's no Cinderella dark ride at any park. But you have a Snow White one. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a a Sleeping Beauty one. I I don't know. It's it's like what the heck? Yeah, they should probably. I mean, they're gonna put a, a Beauty and the Beast one in Tokyo. Oh, that Beauty and the Beast, not Sleeping Beauty. But yeah. there's a. Sleeping Beauty walkthrough in Disneyland. That's closed right now, but yeah, I didn't want to mention Tokyo because they're not owned by um, owned by the Disney company. But I mean, we could mention Tokyo because they're going to be bringing in Beauty and the Beast, and that's you know some of the type of animatronics they're using could be taken and you know brought into some of the parks here that we have that are actually owned by the Disney company, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, even though it's not owned by the Disney company, you have actual Imagineers. That's true. They are working on it. They're yeah. working on it. Yeah. So that's um that's another future expansion. Actually, uh, Tokyo and Tokyo Disney Sea are going to be expanding as well. So I mean, we can mention that, but I don't think um did you guys come up with you know things you'd want to see there, like the for them to expand? I did, but you it's did? very far fetched. But we Me can too. get to that later. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that then in our um, segment about future things that we'd like to see. It's right. probably related to Nelson's. Okay. But- yeah, I'm guessing we might have the same idea. I'm guessing Probably. you guys might have the same idea. Uh, so we'll mention that um, when we talk about that park that we want to see expanded or anything like that or potential new parks or anything. So, uh, yeah. So that's what what's, what's currently in the works. Um, I probably we will probably just uh, end this part one for, for now, right? Um, since we'll do a part two and talk about um, what we believe should be added or what we want to see in terms of attractions and and other lands and things like that in the next episode. So for now, I just want to say thank you guys for listening and for tuning in. Uh, Nelson, is there anything you want to say for our to our listeners here? Yeah. So uh, thanks guys for coming by and uh, listening uh, to our podcast. We're now available on you know multiple. Well, we've always been available <laughs> on multiple platforms, but uh, more recently we got um, finally got on. St- uh, Spotify. Spotify. So yeah, come check us out there if you guys haven't already. So um, uh, look forward to more vlogs as I'm definitely filming this coming trip uh, for Rissa's birthday. Be lots of antics and uh, food sampling, definitely. Um, And yeah, more content to look forward to. So stay tuned. And Rissa, anything you want to say for our listeners? To our listeners? Yeah. uh, Thank you again for listening and dropping by. 
Um, just a quick shout out to PHC. Um, that's Park Hopper Customs. We're now brand ambassadors. So if you spend ten dollars or more and enter in the code DTP fifteen, right? That's you get fifteen percent off. Um, so hit us up. Um, that link is also on our website now, I believe. That's um, so you can follow the the link to their website and make sure to enter in the code um, so you get that discount. Um, special thanks for to all of you for that reviewed um, our uh, podcast on iTunes because uh, now it's visible. All the reviews are visible. So uh, please rate and review if you haven't had a chance. And I hope you continue to listen to our podcast. So I also want to thank everybody for tuning in all the time, listening, um, following us on Instagram and all of our social media we do have a YouTube video up that I just put up yesterday. Nelson went with his family to Be Our Guest restaurant for breakfast. So if you guys were ever interested in seeing what Be Our Guest restaurant has at Magic Kingdom, um, you know, get yourself a reservation. Check it out and also watch the video. Like it, subscribe to our account. And like Rissa mentioned, go to parkhoppercustoms.com, enter the code DTP15. At checkout, if you spend $10 or more, you get 15% off. So we'd like to plug them. And um, thanks uh, for tuning in. Go to DisneyTimePodcast.com. You can also click on any of the links there. I mean, it's all everything we have, social media, uh, email. You can contact us. So uh, thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. See ya. Later.